kills it for me is the fish to land thing. You have an animal that breathes oxygen underwater. Right. And then all of a sudden it's up on. And then all of a sudden, even if it was like, oh, wow, I can breathe for a couple seconds. Mm -hmm. And then it goes back down. Eventually that that shift needs to happen, right? Well, the guy that, the fish that comes out of the water. Yeah. Is not completely evolved. He's just going to die on the land. Okay. What about his, his mate? Okay, none of those genes are going to get passed. That guy's dead on land, and we got to start over. And never, you never. Oh, I made it on land, and I'm alive. There's uh, now I'm gonna there's... now I'm gonna procreate with what? <laughs> what what else is on land? Well, yeah. There's there's so much to it. I it, it, look even even uh, if you think about it, uh, sexual reproduction. The woman or the female has a certain um, set of organs that they need for reproduction. Now, the male has to evolve the sperm in order to fertilize the egg, but they're evolving completely different plumbing, completely different people, I guess you'd say. Or species. Species, right? right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking about animals and humans. Everybody, all this has got to happen with everything that's alive, right? So it's not right. we're just so, talking about one little instance, but we're talking right. this happens with each and every animal for the most part. Right. And this, so. he's got to develop the sperm that fertilizes the egg. The woman has all the eggs she's ever going to have when she's born. Okay. Yeah. Now think about this. He coincidentally is able to evolve the exact thing that's needed to fertilize that egg. Apart from her, has nothing to do with her, he develops that. Now, the woman's egg implants, right? If it's not fertilized, it does not implant. Mm, Correct. Okay? Right. So it doesn't implant, it doesn't implant, it doesn't implant, now it's fertilized, now it implants. That's actually the baby saying, you know what, mom, this one's okay. Yeah. Think about that. That's what it is. Yeah. It's mom, this one's okay. And then that starts the whole process. So there's so much complexity. And, and you know, one thing I talk about a lot is um, I use this quote a lot, and I brought this so I could just read it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is Dr. Walter Bradley, who's a, uh, he's a Ph.D. material scientist. Okay. And he describes a cell. Now, when we talk about a cell, remember that they tell us that all of life can be traced back to a common ancestor, which is essentially a cell that developed uh, when a bunch of chemicals in a primordial soup, I like to call it a mud puddle, <laughs> but a, a bunch of chemicals somehow coalesced together and formed the first living cell. That's what they tell you. So this is a description of a cell. This was in the book, The Case for Faith by Lee Strobel. And Walter Bradley says, one person very creatively but quite accurately described a single cell organism as a high-tech factory complete with artificial languages and decoding systems, central memory banks that store and retrieve impressive amounts of information, precision control systems that regulate the automatic assembly of components, 
proofreading and quality control mechanisms that safeguard against errors, assembly systems that use principles of prefabrication and modular construction, and a complete replication system that allows the organism to duplicate itself at bewildering speeds. This, they tell us, popped out of a mud puddle. <laughs> Hey, thanks for uh, watching this short with us today. And if you like it, check out our full episodes on our uh, channel and website. Uh, we'll put those in the links below. And as always, Scott, like and subscribe. Or subscribe and then like. Whatever order you want, really. Whatever order you like. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs>